Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Welcome back. Um, it is Dave Sturgio, it is Chris Gucci, and of course, A5. Anthony behind the glass here at Chop Studios for another installment here on a Wednesday. Uh, believe it or not, we are heading into week number 18. Obviously, first and foremost, our continued thoughts and prayers with Damar Hamlin and his entire family, the entire Bills organization, and everybody affected by it. Uh, we hope he's on the mend. You would hear you hear better news as, as time goes by, but again, it's a waiting game, and we all just kind of have to sit back and hope for the best. So, again, that's what we're doing over here. We're hoping for the best, but... Um, there is NFL Week 18 action heading your way. The NFL has decided to proceed with everything like that, so we will proceed as the following as well. Um, week 18 is is got loaded playoff implications for some teams, but some teams already, Chris, have been knocked out once again. We're going to cover and continue our coverage with the eliminated teams uh, today as we start with the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints, uh, believe it or not. Nolans. Nolans, believe it or not, dude, they win their game last week. And because of everything else that happens around them, they're toast. It's yeah, over. because they haven't won many other games this season. <laughs> right, the exactly. Saints have actually played. They've had a more up and down season than I thought, but mostly down. And obviously, they're eliminated. So here we go, talking about the New yeah. Orleans Saints. So the Saints obviously do the the Cowboys in the NFC East a favor last week, but again, the the Buccaneers win their division. Uh, the Packers win their game. You know, they so. Unfortunately, the Saints season is over, and there are questions as far as the mojo market is concerned, which guys are going to be going in on, which guys are going to be kind of not being interested in. They have some interesting situations. Now, again, this entire season, we're going in knowing that we, what we thought we knew was Jameis Winston was the guy, right? Jameis well, yeah. Winston was the guy going in. He was coming off the injury. Was he injured again last year? He was. He was. So there was more injury to discuss, but then all of a sudden the switch was made to Andy Dalton, and they rode that train the entire way. The Red Rifle was the guy the rest of the way. Now, here's a problem. Andy Dalton's a free agent. Do you foresee the Saints coming back and saying, he's our guy, we need him back? I, I just think it's, not. it's if over, anything, right? I don't know if Jameis is signed to a one- or two-year deal. Is he also a pending free agent? No, he is not. Because I don't know if Winston was benched on the outset because of poor play. I mean, it was poor play for sure, but he also had some fractures in his spine. So if he comes back Spinal. healthy, maybe there's a little bit of a – of an idea that Jameis could be the guy in New Orleans. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to have to figure something out. There's some vets out there, but it's not that's a good spot That's their only play, I think, is the vets, because you're not going to be able to get a primo quarterback in the first round because the Saints do not have a first-round pick. Unless they're able to maybe tr make some type of deal that's – I don't even know if they have a player that would be – To get into the first to round? To get into the first round. Lattimore? I, I Cameron Jordan? I, I don't know. Like these are these are staples of that team. Um, but there is other situations that are happening outside the quarterback position for the Saints. Clearly, Alvin Kamara had himself a decent year. Um, I'm not going to say he fell off the face of the earth, but there was a lot of weird vibes going into the season with Alvin Kamara because you didn't know he got into the incident last year at the Pro Bowl and knocked somebody out. Blah blah blah. He, there's a suspension looming, man. There so, still is a suspension so looming. what I'm thinking is this. He's so 18. We think. Well, you, Maybe would, not. you would have to assume. It. The NFL works in ways where it's just like, hey, we haven't forgotten. Uh, but I think his court hearings and stuff are in the offseason anyway. So there will be something handed down. Now, his price right now is $18.44 a share. When you look at Alvin Kamara, knowing there's some kind of impending down spike in his, obviously, his stats if he misses games, 
Is Alvin Kamara a immediate short right now? Like I mean, starting I would, now? Yeah, I would short Kamara. Okay. First of all, if you look at his numbers, you could say cumulatively he had a decent season when you look at it all said and done. But in terms of standards for Alvin Kamara, way below his average. We didn't talk enough about him, which means he Alvin just Kamara, didn't have the, the year. The Saints had a down year. Him, him in between the tackles is pretty much non-existent. They're using anybody but him. They're bringing in guys like Mark Ingram for the 15th time. To carry the ball 10, 12 times a game because Kamara not a free hasn't. <laughs> Kamara has not been able to, you know, shoulder the load. He can't carry the ball 20 times a game. I'm looking at his usage. He is decent out of the backfield catching the ball, and we all knew that already. But even still there, I would say it's been somewhat of a down season, especially the last month or so. They used him a lot in the passing game in the middle of the season and they kind of picked up with the running attack with him down the stretch, but the passing kind of left. I'm not so sure about Kamara. He's already entering what his – he's on his second contract already. It's a bad deal, right? The Saints are in a bad spot with the Kamara deal. He's facing suspension. The fact that he's already trending downwards and he can't carry the ball in between tackles, he may stick around as a pass catcher, but you're not going to be able to meet the expectations that he's ended up setting for himself with the, with the great play he's had early in his career. So I'm 100% going short on Kamara. Uh, ne- this year he was guaranteed $7 million. Next year's guarantee, you ready for this, is only a $1 million, and then there's no more guarantees after that. So he's gone. So I, when it comes to the running back situation, when but it wait, comes to running what's backs, his, what's his, his extension base, was signed in 2020. What's his base salary? His base salary, well, that's another story. His base salary this past year was, believe it or not, only a million. And his prorated bonuses, roster bonuses, everything came out to seven for the year, the cap hit. Next year's cap hit... Um, is a, a little bit more significant. His cap number this year was six million. Next year is sixteen million. So he's gone. You think Alvin Kamara's out? I mean, if put it this way, if the cap hit next year is sixteen it's ten more million dollars next year. If it's sixteen million next year, it is right. Mm-hmm. So that's the cap hit, and there's no guarantees attached to it. I mean, there's a mill, but that's nothing. You, that's so nothing. A, you sneeze at that in the NFL. Yeah, so Kamara's gone. Wow. Oh God, he's gonna wind up in Philly. Mm. Ugh, I can feel it. I, I don't think it. so. Um, there's one guy to actually, you know, some positivity. Uh, last year, they drafted Chris Olave. He turned out to be really, really yes. good at football. Um, right now, Chris Olave, $14.93. He is the 26th ranked receiver in the league, right behind Christian Kirk and right in front of Devonta Smith. His future value is what's interesting to me. It's $13.39. So they, they expect this guy to be up there near close to $30 a share. When it's all said and done, at the end of the time. No, what's he at right now? He's at fourteen ninety three. No, so he banked a dollar. Yes, a dollar something. His future value is thirteen. So it's banked plus future. Mathematician over here. That's all I need. So, now, but they do. But it, I, I mock it. He's right. But but, <laughs> so. but the but the the fact remains. Yes, they yes. definitely expect a lot of it be something to, good to blossom into a really a good receiver. I think a pro comp right now, considering the quarterback situation is bleak at best and they're both from Ohio state. I hate Ohio state, but I absolutely love their wide receivers. Their quarterbacks Scary can't Terry, play football. <laughs> I think it's like a, it's like a poor man's version of Chris Olave. I think Olave is already potentially a better player than Scary Terry. Right. But they're going to have similar situations where they're going to have to produce with a bad quarterback for quite some time, because even in Washington, we don't know what's happening. We'll talk about Washington today because they're on our list as well. But that's the Saints in a nutshell. They got a lot of moves to make. They got some future decisions to make. And now that we've looked at the Kamara contract, it's almost like, yes, it might be time to short him because if he's released, you would expect the downward spike. But then when he's signed again, which, again, might be delayed 
Like, what team is going to be like, sure, come on by? You know what I mean? We could be looking at an Odell situation at the end of Kamara's suspension if it gets doled out off-season-wise, which I would imagine they handle all this prior to free agency and all these things so teams have a clear picture as to what they could expect. Question, and I don't know the answer to this. That's why I'm asking. So let's just say they they hand out the six, the standard six, right? If he's not on a team, is he still serving that suspension technically? Yes, right? Yes. Okay. So as a free agent, he's technically not allowed to play for Look, six. I'm just curious. I like, said yes based on a guess, but I would imagine yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, because yeah, because I mean, no matter where he goes, he gets suspended. It's not, it's not like he's right. he wouldn't get signed immediately. Kamara would get signed immediately. You could make the case that if I a agree. guy's trying. I to, agree. To I get agree. Signed, but hundred percent. Just some good question, Dave. Yeah, I know. I got I'm full of them. All right. So moving on to the New York Football Jets, which unfortunately. This past, uh, this past week, they were eliminated from playoff contention. The Seattle Seahawks took care of their own business. They didn't have to wait for anybody else to do anything. They lost. They're done. Um, there's a lot of talk going into this season. As soon as we started this show with Mojo and everything like that, there was a lot of hype that we were trying to build around Zach Wilson. And I'm not doing that just to kind of convince you to buy into the hype. There was hype. The Jets fans were excited about the fact that he was going to miss a couple games. But once he gets back in there, man... Bang, off to the races. The Jets were going to take off. They just did not. Um, And it just so happens that Mike White was on the roster. Joe Flacco was on the roster. Newsflash, guys. 2023, Mike White and Joe Flacco, both free agents to be. So is it the Zach Wilson show? Do they make a move? But is it time right now? Because if you look at his stock, man, you know, it went up when he got that opportunity and got back into the play. But ever since then, the dick, like the play of of Zach Wilson has dictated his stock price significantly down, down, down the entire time. You would never see any kind of spike because the opportunity is there, but he's not seizing the day, really. So, yeah, no. Do you think Robert Sala came out yesterday, said the the confidence is still there in Zach? Zach's our guy. Blah blah blah, right? All coach speak. It's a tough. tough is Zach Wilson the guy next year? Because he, when you you're, you're doing a disservice to yourself at this point, Robert Sala, when you start talking glowingly about or you start acting like you're confident in the quarterback. I understand coach speak, right? But this is the same coach speak that Ron Rivera was using when referencing Carson Wentz earlier in the season. Very true. You can't be confident in a guy that, like, we all have eyes, bro. Mm-hmm. We all see what's happening with Zach Wilson, the body language, the teammates, the way they treat him. There's no way that Robert Sala has confidence in Zach Wilson. That's BS. I call BS on that. Um, it's funny, just to, to piggyback off that, he said there was another que- a follow-up question asked that he said that Zach Wilson needed a full reset and wasn't being, he wasn't able to get that full reset because of the fact that Mike White went down. We're talking about an NFL player that was drafted number two overall. So that's what, that year. was another question. Like, do you think he's fragile? He's, no, he's a tough as nails. It's like it's. I feel like there's a lot of it's just smoke right now yeah, being right blown. Now, it's it's a tough spot to be in for Salah because I I highly doubt he made the draft pick. He definitely did not make the draft pick. He's stuck with the player and he's got to defend him. But guess what? If you're in charge of making the decisions and you're in charge of deciding who plays and who doesn't then your job is on the line as well. I think Robert Sala gets another year because of what he's brought to the table. He did turn the defense around. Uh, Joe Douglas also maybe gets another couple of seasons because outside of the Zach Wilson thing, they've really drafted well. We're talking about all these guys I see you well, listed. Brees uh, yeah. Hall, Garrett Wilson, must-have as, as the question marks. Yes, they're both must-haves. I think Brees Hall, maybe not right now you invest, but as we approach the season – I think Brees Hall got injured early enough in the year as to where he's going to really be fine going into the year. Maybe he'll pup early, but by week four, week three, four, you're going to get Brees Hall. Is that somebody you would buy in low now because of the fact? Like I said, I would probably wait 
because I don't want to tie up my money for the next four months on a Brees Hall where he's on the mend. We got NBA coming. We got so I would like yeah. to play a little bit, and it's all about having fun. But one hundred percent, I saw enough out of Brees Hall to really be invested in him. And you know, Garrett Wilson. Not only is he one of the best route runners in the league in the class, he's arguably one of the better route runners in the league already at this point. And he showed me that when Zach Wilson was absent in terms of team leadership it was Garrett Wilson that stepped up and got the coaching staff to make a move he wasn't afraid to talk to the media and he didn't do it in a prima donna receiver way he did it in a like no I want to win this is very important to me somebody's got to say something so I love would you have any trepidation with the investment or or, you know and and the betting on Garrett Garrett Wilson's future based on the quarterback situation if if Zach Wilson is the guy does that make you a little bit timid on getting in on Garrett Wilson no, because he dealt with Joe Flacco, Mike White, and Zach Wilson in his rookie season on a pretty abysmal offense. And he's at been pretty times. productive. And he's been very productive. Yeah. I know that there's been gaps where he's been absent, but that's what happens when you have an op- an offense that can't figure things out a lot for of the sure. times. For sure. I think Garrett Wilson is elite. Garrett I mean, Wilson right now sitting elite. there at the 28th ranked receiver on the Mojo market. Um, he's just a little bit less than Olave at 14.83 a share. So Garrett Wilson might be a play. Um, another uh, Ohio State guy. Another Ohio State guy. Imagine that. They're again quarterback play. Yeah, but we'll talk about one of them <laughs> in a couple minutes. We'll finish with the eliminated teams with the Washington Commanders. Um, they eliminated themselves by introducing uh, the new mascot <laughs> that they had before. I mean, that was just abysmal. Um, you know, they want to pay homage or homage to the former the hogs, the, the hogs or whatever. And now all of a sudden, Tuddy the Fat pig. I don't. Just, I'm looking at him like this is just tutty a, the mar, um, is he a major com- tutty. Major tutty. They haven't seen many tutties <laughs> this season, so I, I, I again I digress with that one. And we say we're allowed to say it here on the Mojo Market Report because we know that the Washington Commanders were eliminated from playoff contention. Therefore, uh, Ron Rivera he he had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another situation. It was like oh. The, like, the next question should have been happening? like, so, so Ron, um, now that you're about to get fired due to the, le- the way you just answered that question. I'm about to get fired? Do you think that maybe that, that you'll give the, maybe the defensive coordinator an opportunity to be the head coach this week? Because, you know, you're done. You're <laughs> right. done. And he's like, I can be fired? It's like, you guys get paid? <laughs> there's like, there's the argument to be made, I guess, oh that, and God. this was made to me in, um, on the internet. It was made to me that, like, well, head coaches really shouldn't be focusing on on the 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 standings, they should be focusing on the X's and O's, <laughs> and it's exactly like well, no no no. You, you have a locker room that you have to face every day, and if you're up there talking about things like you're alive, and the team's like, no, we're not. Can you imagine it's like that that look. locker room conversation? Like, guys, look, we're gonna give it our all today, but if we do fall short, don't worry, we're still alive. I feel like, and technically, they were alive for another like three players, hours. I feel like the players talk about Ron Rivera like in front of them, and be like, oh, you know, like you do what you're. Your grandparents and yeah. things like that. Ron Rivera, I, I think he's a great dude, and there's a hell of a story attached to, yeah, to Ron Rivera. But right now, he does he just started Carson Wentz with the playoffs <laughs> on the line. I, and we're talking about him not knowing so, we're talking about him not knowing his team was eliminated, but this is the same guy that going into the week made the clear minded decision to start. The guy that put you Carson in that situation. Wentz. So I again Rough times over there in Washington. We're all aware of that. They thought this resurgence, new name change, all this stuff was going to just right all the wrongs. What, and they've just kind of went in the opposite direction. They hired Ron Rivera as like a damage control, and it's just it's it's dragging Change the culture, it's and then they introduced the pick. Down. They're just <laughs> dragging like, him down with them. Um, all right, Ron. so we're talking about Wentz. Heineke is a free agent. 
Like, is is the, what we said about the um, – what team are we talking about? Jets. No, no, no. The Saints. A couple weeks ago, it was about, like, is the quarter – oh, the Colts. Is the quarterback right now on the roster for next year? Like, is Heineke believed in? Is Wentz out? Like, it, you, you would have to assume if, if all goes to chalk to what we're talking about, that, that maybe Ron Rivera's gone – is the new coach going to come in and say, look, none of these guys are my guys. We're going to get ourselves a quarterback, whether it be in free agency, whether it be through the draft, whatever. They do have Sam Howell chilling. He won't get any airtime for whatever reason. It's like he, you know, pissed somebody off. Like he can't get on the field. But like I'm looking at this Washington Commanders team. Is the quarterback of the future on that team? Like, no. do they have to wait on Sam Howell? Like, what are I they mean, doing? Wait, how many years are you going to wait on a fourth round pick? Sam Howell wasn't. It wasn't like they drafted him to be the starter. Yeah, they that had Prescott was a fourth round pick, and you look, but I kind of found could, out. Just point, based off injury. Point, point that I'm making is very, very seldom do you draft a guy in the fourth round at the quarterback position to be your starter. If Correct. it works out that way, great. But they had Romo, who was at the time. They had Romo and injuries, Kellen Moore. But it wasn't like he was on his way out at the time. No. That, was a, that kind of happened more abruptly than Romo even thought it would. Understanding that Dak is a fourth round pick, Sam Howell is not Dak, right? We'll, we'll, we could agree to that. Wow. It's like a, um, you know, it's an endorsement for Dak a little bit. I, I guess. mean, it's Sam Howell. Dave, <laughs> give me a break here. I'm trying to listen. But I, pulls, I think when we're looking at I the commanders, they might be for sale. They have new ownership potentially. That's With true. new ownership could come a whole new regime change, and they could have a whole new philosophy going. They go back to the old name? As early as next season. No. I don't know how long it's going to take to make the sale, but there's supposedly like upwards of $8 billion offers for the commanders. Wait, so eight what? $8 billion. Oh, there's a million. It's <laughs> like Damn, it's, it is a fire so, sale down there. Watching so with it. the idea that there could be new ownership, the idea that there could be a new coach, the idea that there could be a new quarterback, the idea that we have no idea, really, basically. All those like ideas, we know, but we, we have no idea. Terry McLaurin's going to be there catching 80 to 90 balls now, from a bad quarterback. I was just right? going to say, is does, does, we know Brian Robinson is going to be there. We McLaurin, know they're going to stop the run. Does McLaurin, is McLaurin and Gary Wilson, like, Spider-Man emoji. I don't think Heineke is brought back to be the starter. If he has, if Heineke has ambition to be a starter in this league, his best chance is to be a backup on a team with Carson Wentz named the starter. Right. So that's his only chance at starting. I think he's a good player, but he's proven over the course of the last couple seasons that he is a very, very good backup. Yes. Because he's the same guy that just got benched for Carson Wentz. Whether Rivera's clueless or not, that still happened. Mm -hmm. You know, if he was the elite quarterback that we're everyone is clamoring, saying, Hi, Nicky, I get it, but he still got benched for Carson Wentz. So, no, he's not know. a starter in the league. He's a great, great backup. So, the, the, great story. the positive you can stay out of this, you were talking about a good story for, for Ron Rivera, a great story out of Brian Robinson this year. Obviously, we all know what happened to him in the preseason. It was just an incredible story, unfortunate situation. And all of a sudden, he makes his way back within like six weeks, seven weeks of the NFL season. And I'm looking at Brian Robinson like, man, the market has not caught up to him yet. He's $7.24. He's up 30% since draft day. Brian Robinson's your goal mine if you're going to do anything with any commander, right? Yeah, him him or Scary Terry. I, you're still I, in on Terry, huh? I do like – I mean, he's so consistent. I don't know. I have to look – I'm not in on him right now. I want to look a little bit because I have like 13 receivers in my portfolio right now, so I can't really just <laughs> Receiver keep heavy. I jumping understand. in. I, I like it. All right. Especially with the commanders. So, player. obviously, after week 18, we'll be ready for the playoffs. Well, given schedule changes or any other adjustments, we'll obviously keep you updated. As as far as we know, it's 18, and then it's the playoffs. So, we'll see what happens with the Bengals and the Bills, obviously, with their uh, their suspended game. So, again, can't touch on that because we don't know anything. Um, 
NFL prospects, right? We're not going to go too, too far deep on them, but there are two guys that we are focused in on right now. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, both are here. They are entering the mojo market as an NFL player in about four or five months from now. So it's it's right there. It's now time to really, like, you've obviously just watched C.J. Stroud play his final college game, and he went 23 of 34 for 348 and four touchdowns versus Georgia, one of the biggest powerhouse defenses in the country. So what you saw out of him in that, 85 touchdowns in two years of active play. He had a game in 2020. Nobody really counts that one. But two years, over 8,000 yards passing, 85 touchdowns. Is this the guy? Like, is C.J. Stroud the overall clear-cut number one pick in the draft next year? Uh, I think he should be based on my assessment, but I'm I'm not watching the film and breaking it down the way these scouts are. I don't think he's going to be. I think Bryce Young still is expected to really? be the number one pick. You're compa- just, just player player comps for C.J. Stroud. They're comparing him to a Joe Burrow, to a, to a Jared Goff. And I know Goff doesn't have the success that you would hope, but, like, style yeah, I, of play. I've seen, I've seen a few different things. I've seen Herbert comparisons. He's basically a guy that can run but doesn't, which is a very good quality I think you could have for a quarterback. It's basically the opposite of a Justin Fields where, no, because he can't throw. Can't run but doesn't? That's a Dak Prescott. No, can run but doesn't. Can run but doesn't. Yeah. Dak, he can run. He yeah. has the running ability. He just yeah. doesn't. Like, when you have the ability to break the pocket and make things happen on third down in the NFL, that gives you such an advantage. He's not really required it's like to new do age it. Russ. At Ohio State, there's really no reason. They don't have to design the plays. If you look, we've been talking about, or at least I have, how many receivers do we talk about on a weekly basis that have graduated from Ohio State or left early from Ohio State because you don't even have to graduate to go to the NFL. But look, and then we got two more in the pipeline. You can make the case that, all right, you know, they've had, they have two top, potentially top five receivers in the country on that roster right now. Are they eligible? Last, I don't think Marvin Harrison, Harrison Jr. Jr. No, he's too is, young, right? I think he's young. And um, they have Smith and Nigba and... Bro, these guys are re- are studs. He didn't even play. It's a mill. It's a wide receiver season. mill at Ohio State. They're all just they're cranking them out year after year. But then there's that knock on Ohio State quarterbacks where they don't win in the NFL. Even Justin Fields this year, he's basically everyone was touting him as the best quarterback of the class. That kind of changed. I think three and thirteen too. Yeah, so. he, they're three and thirteen. <laughs> they're probably going to lose again this week, even though there are. F- only one point dogs to the Vikings. One point dogs to the thirteen and three Minnesota Vikings. Um, Figure that but one out. Look, he's six three two twenty. So I think the pro comps of some of these guys like Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow's six five. I think Justin Herbert's six five. So he's a little bit smaller. But I would put him a little bit more in the realm of size wise. He's like an Aaron Rodgers type, Pat Mahomes, the exact prototype quarterback. If you ask me, mm-hmm. big is better. But big tree fall hard. I feel like yeah, the sure. 6'2", 6'3", 220 so then, range so is then, where I would want my quarterback. So to then be. the Bryce Young theory is that he's a smaller quarterback. Yeah. His comp is Russ Wilson. Uh, Bryce Young has absolutely balled that's out. That's even a stretch. Eight that what? I think he's like Russ is like stocky. I think Bryce Young's knock on him is that he's not as big as they list him at, and he's like maybe like not as heavy. He's like I think he's five eleven, like one eighty five. I think he's very yeah, her turned into dust when the first defensive yeah, lineman comes like in Devonta there. Yeah, looks like Smith playing quarterback. Yikes. Truthfully. All right, well, that's a terrible comparison. Um, I mean, terrible in Kyler his Kyler is, like, a little bit smaller than Bryce Young. Well, Kyler's on another level of small. Um, but anyway, 2021, his, uh, here's my here's my knock on – on. Uh, did he miss any time, Bryce Young? Mm-mm. No? All right, so then – Well, yeah, he was hurt. He was banged up a little bit. Okay, because in 2021, throws for 47 touchdowns. This year, 32. 15 less. So – Again, time missed or not, obviously statistically he went down a little bit, but 
if Bryce Young is being rumored to the Texans or whoever winds up with the number one pick, I think the Texans locked um, that up last week. I also week, think he has a bowl game ahead of him this year still. How many bowl games are left? Right? Did Alabama play the bowl game? I have not seen Alabama. I don't think they did. That they did? Yeah. They yeah. did? They they won. They won? They won. What well, what bowl was it? It's probably like the Gatorade blue colored like yeah. <laughs> outback it bowl. It wasn't the Duke's <laughs> Mayo bowl, was it? With the what? Duke's Mayo. <laughs> It was not the Duke's football. But anyway, those two quarterbacks, keep your eye on them. We'll obviously dive way, way deeper. So who do you think goes one? I, based off of Who's what I've... Who's the I've, Texan? The, it's CJ Stroud, I think. I, I think that this is the guy that after seeing what he did in that, that playoff game against a very, very, very good Georgia NFL-like defense, if he could show up in those games... This guy could show up. I mean, look, again, it's going to be Houston. And that's, look, that's the, the stinky part of, of being this great on a bad team. That might, that Houston Texans team might be bad for two, three years. Ohio State might beat the Texans. No, they would get killed by the Texans, but you get my point. No, they would get dominated. What about Georgia? Dominated. Any college team take out the Texans? Dominated. All right. So the Texans are really good at football, according to We're talking against about the, the league, college ranks. Guys. I'm just no. saying. What? And I mean, he's not on the mic. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying to know because this is something that, like, there's just no way. So you don't think that the best college football team in the country can beat the Texans? Absolutely not. Okay. There's 18-year-old kids. I just said okay. <laughs> I'm not like, I okay. I don't buy it. I'm just You're saying okay. about, like, Brandon Cooks. Like who's covering him on the, te- uh, uh, you know, come the, on. The corner. Here or there. <laughs> there. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Uh, anyway, so we'll obviously dive way, way deeper into those guys uh, as draft season comes, um, you know, March, April, May, I you know, combine wait. time. I can't wait until, I'm not sure when it's going to happen, but it's going to very soon where draft eligible guys are going to be inserted into the mojo market. Like, a Bijan Robinson, maybe the you were talking about Kamara. I'm thinking well, you're talking maybe, that's a whole other position too. Talking about Bijan, yeah, because they have the quarterbacks in the Mojo market. But as the NFL draft approaches, it's very soon. I know that it's, it's oh, so you're saying because us. he's NFL eligible, he'll have a place on the market. Yeah, so like oh, I want to know when the running backs are coming because Bijan Robinson. I'm just gonna say one crazy stat. We're not gonna talk about him at de- in depth. We don't have a market price or anything like that. He's most likely gonna be the first back taken. I think he's like a Stephen Jackson type. But, I, mm, good, but, nice, like it. Um, but he also lasted like four days. So Stephen Jackson. Yeah, I feel like he was out. Oh, quick. really? Yeah, really. Yeah, look up his numbers. Go ahead. He's got like thirteen thousand rush yards <laughs> in three years. No, he's got <laughs> maybe not thirteen, but I think he's got ten thousand. All right. And um, he averaged fourteen yards per carry in his senior season. Okay. In so a, a senior fourteen yards per carry in his senior season of high school. Fourteen yards. Oh, high school. But what? What, Dave? You thought a fourteen yards a carry? <laughs> I you were talking, we're he talking carried the ball three hundred times this year, averaging fourteen yards a carry. <laughs> He's got eight thousand yards. This he year. averages more yards All right, per well, carry. Listen, than keep Justin your eye Fields open, keep your ears to the throw. ground, and, and be ready because the Mojo market is expanding in so many ways. Coming up, obviously, adding the NBA. Uh, I, I, you would hope and assume. We've talked to others. That's happening, right? Like it's eventually going to happen. More positions for Mojo. There's going to be a lot of movement on this Mojo Market Report, and the only way to get all your best sources of information right here. Watch the show each and every day. So, follow us on all the social medias while you're at it. Please do so on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Please follow by follow by. Listen to me at Mojo M O J O, and of course join the Discord. You can share your portfolio. Tell everybody who you're going long on. Maybe in further discuss the college candidates that are coming out of the draft who are you in on who are you shorting it's all there go over to the discord um and yeah that's that so 
Thank you guys for watching again, once again. It's it's it was very hard to talk football in a time like this, but again, our prayers out to Demar Hamlin and his family. So good luck to him and good luck to his teammates and everything like that across the NFL. We will be back to football um, week number eighteen. So for Dave Sergio, Chris Gucci. Of course, A5 behind the glass here at Chop Studios. It has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. We'll be back here tomorrow.